0: welcome to pre-k spot talks i am melissa your host and the founder of pre-k spot the spot for early childhood educators to open up their teaching i am your guide down the open-ended child-led teaching path and together we will explore strategies and ideas so that you may open up your teaching to less stress more engagement and an overall joyful child-led classroom Hello, hello, educator friends, and welcome back to Pre-K Spot Talks. I'm Melissa May, your host, and in today's episode for Season 4, Episode 3, we are exploring the exciting world of early childhood classrooms without a central theme. So buckle up for an insightful and fun journey into the incredible potential of unrestricted learning. Picture a vibrant early childhood classroom. It's a space filled with symphony of laughter, splashes of color, and an infectious energy of discovery. Now strip away the theme. What's left? You might wonder. Well, let me tell you. An environment that thrives on the magic of exploration, creativity, and growth. Now I can hear the wheels turning in your head. How does learning happen without a theme? Well, that's the beauty of it. Instead of following a set theme, we encourage child-led learning. Children become the drivers of their own learning journey, diving into subjects that pique their curiosity. They could be dinosaur experts one day and mini-architects the next. But wait a second. There's more to this approach than meets the eye. While it might sound like a free-for-all, it's far from it. Educators, or as I like to call them, facilitators are there to guide these little explorers, stoking their inquisitive fires and providing resources to fuel their learning adventures. As renowned early childhood researchers and educators from around the world argue, children are capable of constructing their own learning experiences, and these experiences are usually richer and more meaningful when they're not confined by a set theme. So why do we skip the theme? Here's where it gets really interesting. Themes, although seemingly beneficial, can inadvertently stifle a child's learning. They can limit exploration, inhibit child-led learning, and offer a one-size-fits-all teaching approach that doesn't cater to every child's unique needs, abilities, and experiences. Having themes can limit exploration. Themed teaching can restrict a child's exploration to a predefined topic. This can be especially limiting for children who have interests outside of that theme. The project approach, a well-regarded early childhood education methodology, supports this idea. It emphasizes that allowing children to investigate topics that they are naturally curious about encourages deeper learning and engagement. Also, having a theme or a prescribed curriculum inhibits child-led learning. Following the theme can inhibit child-led learning, the hundred languages of children, Educators from the renowned Reggio Emilia schools in Italy argue that children are capable of constructing their own learning experiences. A set theme can stifle this process, directing the children's focus instead of allowing it to develop organically. Themes are also typically a one size fits all idea. Themes often offer this one size fits all approach to teaching which may not cater to the unique interests, abilities, and learning styles of every child. As per the principles of the developmentally appropriate practice by the National Association of Education of Young Children, NACI as we like to call it, teaching strategies should be tailored to meet the individual needs and interests of each child, and themes are not always so differentiated in that way. Themes can also assume prior knowledge. Of course, we know as teachers, we assess for this prior knowledge, and then we add that into the themes, but why even take all of those steps when we can just start right where the children are at? Themes are often assumed that children have a certain level of knowledge or understanding about a topic. However, as early childhood expert Dr. Sue Grossman points out in her research that children come from diverse backgrounds and have different experiences. Therefore, a theme that may be familiar to one child could be really foreign to another. And finally, having a theme in the room is not always contextually relevant. Themes can sometimes be disconnected from a child's immediate environment and daily experiences, making the learning less meaningful. The early years learning framework from Australia suggests that children learn children's learning is maximized when it is relevant and contextually grounded so my students of course they would love to learn about the country but most of my students are in the city so walking around city neighborhoods is going to be much more effective way of teaching signs or community than just learning about different community helpers that may not be a part of our immediate community So in stepping away from themes, it opens the door to more inclusive, individualized learning experiences. I really like to focus on skills. I put out whatever they can do to build a certain kind of skill. And if somebody wants that to be dinosaur themed, it's dinosaur themed. If somebody wants that to be underwater, it's underwater. Or if it's nothing, it's nothing. It's just the act of playing and exploring let's also not forget about the all-important social-emotional aspect. Without a theme, the classroom becomes a vibrant microcosm of society where children learn to navigate their feelings, handle conflicts, and build strong relationships. Without a theme, you can focus more on this rather than the content of a theme. I personally believe that the content of the room should be this learning because this is what's going to set the foundation for children to be able to access that type of learning. And one of the big questions is, how do we assess learning in such a fluid environment? Well, traditional assessments take the back seat here. Instead, we rely on anecdotal notes, portfolios, and observations to understand and document the child's learning journey. At the end of the day, an early childhood classroom without a central theme is a celebration of learning. It's a place where curiosity is sparked, Imagination is cherished, and every child's unique learning path is celebrated. And when I talk about themes, we're not just talking about a learning theme. We're also talking about a classroom decorative theme. I'm going to argue right now that you really do not need one. Let's go back and picture the vibrant early childhood classroom we were talking about before. We've got the laughter, the colors, the energy. Now imagine it without a decorative theme. No predetermined, overwhelming visuals, it's a blank canvas of sorts, ready to be painted with the interests, creativity, and unique backgrounds of our little learners. So let's dive into why this approach is worth considering. First off, too many decorations can be, well, too much. Our goal? To create a calm, focused learning space. There are three main reasons why decorative themes are not necessary. They can be distracting, they lack personalization, and they are impersonal and static. So let's talk about distraction. Highly decorated classrooms can be overwhelming and distracting for young children, potentially hindering their ability to focus on learning activities. A study conducted by Carnegie Mellon University found that when kindergarten students were taught in a highly decorated classroom, They were more distracted, their off-task behavior increased, and they demonstrated smaller learning gains compared to when they were taught in a less decorated classroom. Let's talk about lack of personalization. Predetermined decorative themes may not reflect the interests or cultures of the children in the class. According to NACI, classrooms should reflect the lives of the children and families served, making them feel seen and valued. And finally, they're impersonal and static. Themes can often be static and impersonal, not allowing the classroom environment to evolve with the children's learning and interests. The Reggio Emilia approach emphasizes the concept of the classroom environment as the third teacher, encouraging a space that evolves and changes with the learning experiences of the children. We always want things to be dynamic, ever-changing spaces that evolve with the children, and getting rid of the theme really allows that. So what do we do instead? I can tell you right now in my room we do have a streamlined color theme if you want to call it that but it's more to keep things visually aesthetic and to also not feel chaotic. Everything is the same color wood I do use a light aqua theme on a couple of curtains and some bins. Other than that, it's like a beautifully light gray rug. We have light gray accents, a few beautiful pillows that match these grays and these aquas. And then we also have baskets and really natural wood colored things or things. And this is so that nothing is overwhelming. Nothing is overstimulating and everything is still beautiful So our approach doesn't just stop at the door. It extends into the intentional use of the space. Quiet corners for reading, areas for group activities, spaces for individual work. The way that the classroom is organized plays a key role in facilitating the different types of learning experiences. So stepping away from decorative themes isn't about stripping away the color and the joy of the classroom. It's far from it. The way we use the classroom and the way we have streamlined materials really helps to make it beautiful aesthetic pleasing yet functional it also allows a space for making a place that is more personalized engaging and a comfortable environment a space that inspires exploration and respects diversity and truly belongs to the children when everything is blank and ready to go the only things we hang up on the wall are their work and then the only other two things that we have are a job chart which has their pictures And then I do have a visual schedule and visual days of the week so that the children know which days are school days and which days are home days. We know that all early childhood classrooms are a joy and a celebration of learning. But these things, stripping away the themes and stripping away the decorative themes, are going to help create space where curiosity is ignited, imagination is valued, and every child's unique learning path is honored. And if you're focusing on that, even if you have those things, you can now realize that those things are not necessarily adding to it. So what's the point of having it? And so that brings us to the end of our rather exciting episode of Pre-K Spot Talks today. Remember, the goal isn't to create the most decorated classroom, but the one where every child feels seen, heard, and inspired. Until next time, this is Melissa May signing off. Keep on playing.